What up, what up, what up, y'all? It's your boy, the maid, Eddie, your name Ace Five from the Star Five Podcast. And what I need y'all to do right now is hit up the Star Five Podcast.com. And right on that homepage, click that link that says become a patron. Because for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support this show that you love so much. And also, we have other opportunities within our Patreon account to where you can advertise with us for as little as $10 a month, where we'll shout you out every episode or for $20 a month we will give you a separately recorded advertisement promoting whatever you like and for $40 a month you'll get everything that the $20 tier gets you plus you get to produce a segment on our show so make sure you hit up the starfireshow.com and hit that patreon link now To the diamond, to the track, to the big skin flying round the field, starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts, no hot the depth. Oh yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's corpse. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever, boys ever. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats and a view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always in season to keep the start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need. Got what you if the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live it. We got what you we need. Got what you yeah. need. We're going in on three. Run the baseline. Start five. Get it. We got what you we need. Got what you need. And y'all know me. Seven sign. I'm the hellest cat spit. I got what you need. I got what you need. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the Star Five Podcast. What I need y'all to do now is hit up the startingfivepodcast.com. That's where you'll be able to find all of our podcast streaming links, our Instagram, our merch link. You can even become a patron right at the front page. And also, you can leave us a voicemail at 929-352-6219, and we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. New episodes released every Thursday. That's right. As always, every week, we got what y'all need, except for that video right there. I am your boy, the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest, darkest Africa, freshly shaved, looking corona-free, fresh, and cool. And we are here with the newest episode of The Starting Five. As always, what I need y'all to do is... This right here, I need y'all to hit up the start five show.com. As you see right there, we care for the people. So we are offering COVID masks for your protection. If you want, you can hit that up there. Make sure you also follow us through 
the podcast page. This is where you could get our anchor feed to see all the recent episodes we got there. All of our streaming platforms, we're under Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. I'm sure there's more. The rest of the merch page, we have iPhone cases, reusable bottles, Galaxy cases, tank tops, T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, more cases, stickers, you name it. You can hit us up there. Make sure you're also following us under Instagram at the starting five underscore podcast. That's where you can check out all of our our Instagram uh, posts. And just a moment, don't even worry about it because we're not worried about the Instagram right now. Here's some of our previous sponsors from the past year. Shout out to Dingo Dan's at Hooks, Rubbers, and Spices. Uh, anytime you ever want to be a part of the show, whether you can't hit us up on Facebook, you can hit us up here on the Contact Us page. All your concerns, questions, whatever you want, hit us there. It goes right to our email address. And you can leave us a voicemail that goes through Google Voice. And we can play it on the show at 929-352-6219. Now, to start it off, we always open up the show with shout outs. So first up, the lady who was on time, the first lady at the start in five, we have. Hi, everyone. Katara here. Shout out to True Radio Network. Shout out to everybody here. Shout out to our guests. Shout out to our live pe- people who are on live. Um just shout out to everybody who is helping the cause um, and, and doing what they have to do. Uh, shout out to our young people who are on the front lines and in and, 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 and everything that they're doing. So big shout out to everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Next up, one of the oldest men in the business. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, the same corny ass, stale ass joke every damn time. Anyway, what's up, y'all? What's, what's going on, people? Tell you what. Sorry, y'all. Did you finish talking, JP? Yeah, I said, what's going on, people? How's everybody doing? What's up, all JP? Good, all good. Hey, hey, what's up, Jamal? How you doing, next brother? Up, next up, we we'll finish the shout outs since you just saying hey hey in between the intros we got the man who contains all the wisdom in that gray beard that's uh looking covert funky fresh right now jamal green what's going on good brother what's up everyone first time on the show first time thank y'all for having me just want to shout out everybody that's maintaining during this quarantine and these current events everyone that's doing their thing to see another sunrise another sunset and moving the culture forward. That's right, that's right. Um, and then before we go to the guy that's coming in, because he's having computer, computer troubles, we got young Hambone in the building. Got that COVID, got that COVID fro. And big ups to the Justice for Brianna billboard yes. in the back. Um, I, good afternoon, good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. Um, <laughs> was, um... <laughs> um, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? 
Yeah, the sidewalks for keeping up. That's because, see, that's only because of your youth and how old you are. You still that young and that got to ride his bicycle on the sidewalk. So that's why you said that. <laughs> your parents don't let you pass pole to pole. Better get in before the lights come on. <laughs> I remember that life. <laughs> uh, I ain't that young, but all right. I know, I know, I know. But compared to JP, we all oh, babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. all babies on this show. Yeah. Uh, of course, little brother needs to calm down over there. Calm it down. Yo, I don't know. I don't know if y'all saw the Five Bloods yet, but yep. JP is in that. Oh boy. See, this is when he gets real whack. Don't eat a quest love cheesecake and shut the hell up. That's what you need to do right now. Go out here look like a cell you at, man. Uh, ha ha ha. You need to stop telling jokes for a living. Please stop. Call them. Call them the mini Delroy Lindo. That's messed up. (laughs) That's messed up. But, uh, TJ's running through some computer troubles. He's trying to come in right now. Hopefully he gets in here. But um, I mean, just to go around the table for the newcomers, for the newcomer, Jamal, how's everything been? How's uh how's the COVID life treating you? How's your week been? It's all right, man. You know, I'm just doing the best I can. You know, I'm I'm still employed, so that's mm-hmm. that's a plus working from home. But you know, it's a struggle. I'm um bored out of my mind, you know. Uh, wishing we had some sports, but I understand that, you know, these brothers need to stay safe yep. first and foremost. Yes, and Indeed. it seems like there's a rush to get pro sports back, but everybody's still testing positive. So I don't, it don't mm-hmm. make no sense to me. Yeah, um, we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a okay. minute. But other than that, man, you know, I can't complain. You know, I'm still alive. Um, alive and bored, bro. That's about it. And, <laughs> and frustrated. Well, yeah. All them gadgets back there, but you know what though? As right. Much, as much as <laughs> collecting stuff that even I do, we can have everything in the world behind us and still find a reason to be bored. So yeah. I can dig it. I can Just dig it. How's everything? For real. How's everything been with you, Sammy? Life is good, man. Um, just taking everything a day at a time. Um, staying healthy, staying hydrated, practicing social distancing, wearing a mask. You know, life is good, man. Life is really good. Tara? It's good. Uh, as you know, I, I've been working for home for so like three years now. So it's it not much has changed except, you know, more of a got to stay inside um, meetings and and stuff where I'm getting stuff done with well, some um, community members and stuff. Now. So it's been open, kind of busy, but can't complain. Gotcha, JP. Uh, still on the front line, still going to work and stuff, you know, still dealing with what's going on with this COVID stuff and, um, you know, scratching and surviving. Keep your head above water. You are bobbing and weaving. That's all we can do. I was, wait- I was waiting for somebody to finish the song. Making the way that you can. Temporary. Temporary. No, no layoffs. No yeah, good times. Yeah, no, no layoffs here. No layoffs here, man. This yeah. same thing as everybody. I've been all right. You know, not as bored. Again, still employed. My job is one of those jobs that it's kind of hard to to have us sit down unless you were actually sick because you know we got to service the city. You know, somebody got to pick up the garbage or 
like me, somebody's got to touch every single basket in the city because of what was going on the past couple of weeks and people wanted to burn baskets, throw baskets, corner baskets through windows and stuff. You know, I'm sure you've seen uh, many of pictures with green department of sanitation baskets sitting in windows of banks and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, so, you know, like today we just got a, we just got a delivery of like over 300 something baskets, you know, replacement stuff to replace all the old beat up ones, not just the ones that was in windows and stuff, you know, so uh, it's just been working, working kids approaching father's day y'all. So if y'all are fathers, happy father's day to everyone out there who is a father. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, um, Kenyatta said mask life. I'm probably one of the few still, not one of the few, but I'm definitely one of them that's, I don't go into an establishment if I don't want to, if I don't feel like wearing a mask, I just don't go in. That's just me. That's my, that's the way I choose to spend my dollar. If I don't feel like wearing a mask, then I just don't feel like giving you my money. I still stay safe. I still stay free. Everybody in my house is COVID free and good, healthy kids are running around still trying to stay up past their bedtime right this minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, we all, we all good over here. We all good over here, man. But um, anyway, let's jump right into this, man. I know TJ, TJ's coming along. He's, he is having troubles right now, but um, let's just get into it. Um, first up, as mentioned about sports, let's talk about it. A number of Dallas Cowboys and Houston Texans came up with the COVID. Of course, they bring up the biggest name on the Dallas Cowboys team. Ezekiel Elliott has a case, had caught a case of COVID. I, I think he's in like the middle stages of it when they reported it, kind of, you know, as he's on the end of feeling better. Um, it's one of some of them things that, yeah, I, I would expect a lot of high level young athletes should hopefully be able to beat it, mm-hmm. you know, and Though we are hearing less reports in the news about it and stuff, they are talking about a second wave and all that. You know, I I just, for people to think positively, I just want everybody to remember, it's still dangerous. It's still something that you gotta, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, then continue to tread lightly, you know. But, But let's also remember everybody is not dying. You know, let's just please remember that to just think positively if, if anything out of this. Everybody is not dying from this. You know, a lot of people are getting ill and are beating it. Like I, I told you from personal experience in the past, there's a kid that I worked with today who um, he was had a fever for 11 days. He spent about two or three weeks home, came back, lost a little weight, but feels healthier than ever. Um, I have a homie who I played football with on the job. Um, I didn't get to talk to him yet, but he just came out the hospital after 74 days of fighting it in the hospital. It's tough. I know I, you know, again, I mentioned weeks past, I have friends who lost family members and, uh, we know we JP and I, we know some people personally that lost, you know, lost yeah. their which shout outs to rest in peace to DJ touch tone. Um, what? Not DJ Touchstone, aka Ludwig Renault. He was HHDG member, and uh, and our, our homie KB, KB, uh, our homie KB's uh, cousin. Yeah, he lost his life at the age of forty-five due to COVID complications, and you know it it sucks. But uh, you know, 
These athletes, though, these athletes, though, I mean, let's see what happens with them. But Jamal, to you, like we see this going on, you know, Major League Baseball still having their troubles. The NBA was about to come back in July. Now it's still kind of up in the air. What's your thoughts behind that? Well, I mean, once, you know, once UFC uh, broke through, we knew the push for everybody else was going was gonna, was gonna to be right behind it. And I think they underestimated uh, the complexity of to try. It's different when you're scheduling a, some fights than it is when you're trying to get an entire league to be able to play. There's a lot more people involved. And yep. um, for me, it seems like with, with basketball, I don't know. It seems like they didn't talk it all the way through before they decided uh, we're going to have this thing going on down in Florida and what have you. And granted that, you know, I know I always mess with Kyrie because for, for him saying the earth is flat. So I take any opportunity I can to mess with Kyrie. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, he, I, I, don't know, I don't know what the players are doing. I, I don't know who's speaking for them um, and who, who's, make, who's making any decisions. But it seems like there's still there's still a lot that needs to be worked out, mm-hmm. right. especially with baseball. Baseball seemed like I, I guess baseball the money's still funny, right? I but, think they reached yeah. an agreement yeah. today, actually. Okay. What'd you say, Sammy? I think they reached an agreement um, earlier this afternoon. Who oh, major league baseball yeah. or NBA? Um, baseball. Major- okay. Oh wow, I, I didn't look into that yet. But yeah, the money, to, to my understanding with baseball was the money is definitely funny because the players, you know, the players are kind of like, yo, you signed this full, we signed these full contracts. We want our money. Mm-hmm. You want to cheapskate us because yeah, unfortunately the fans aren't coming in, but all of these owners just about are billionaires and definitely have reserves somewhere. Of course. Mm-hmm. You got You got to have that rainy day money and all that good stuff. But, um, but the NBA, I mean, the NBA, in my opinion, and I'm going to go to you, JP, the NBA, in my opinion, is like, they could come back because the idea that they had in going to Florida, going to Universal, you know, going to Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, Disney World, Universal Studios, using the ESPN uh, sports complex, which I hear is huge. Um, if you're going to put this in a situation where everybody that walks in that door, per se gets tested, gets checked on, they're going to check them regularly. And pretty much you're going to be living within a bubble per se. If everybody passes through and is good, then where would there be the issue? But then also too, which I want to throw at you, answer that. But then also too, you mentioned Kyrie Jamal, Kyrie and Dwight Howard come out and say, you know, they feel, they now feel like now is not the time to play because they believe that it's going to take energy off of the movement that's going on right now. And you got a lot of analysts out there. I, I listen to ESPN often. I watch ESPN often. And a lot of these guys, like the Michael Wilbon, Stephen A. Smiths, they were on the end of what is wrong with you? Go play, go get paid, because that money you can utilize towards your efforts from here on out. You know, they tried to bring up a lot of the legends like the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, the Bill Russell's, the Jim Brown's talk about how they still played through these adversities and things like that. And in some respects, 
I get it. I get both ends of it. Like, if you feel like this is going to take energy away, fine, all good. Plus, also, with the COVID shit going on, you could kind of play safe. You're still playing safe while doing your part in the community. But I also agree with the old heads because, yeah, yeah, you know what? The money is good to help towards the causes. If you, you know, if you, if the causes need money, but also too, I think the old heads just want something to talk about on their TV shows. Have at it, JP. Um, first off, when they talk about Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did boycott the 1968 Olympics, as did a um, number of prominent black athletes for from what was going on. So, yeah, he did take a stand by not going to the Olympics in '68. Um, as far as them saying, you know, with their money and stuff and making money, so yeah, remember these guys have money. Kyrie has money. Dwight Howard has money and stuff. So, I mean, you got to, I mean, if they feel as though they don't want to play, then they should sit out. That's the way I feel. If they feel as though it was bigger than that, then they should sit out. And, and I'm at the, I'm, I'm like that too right now. You know, I love sports. Sports is a part of, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? All of our lives and everything. But what's going on with, with my people right now? What's going on with our people right now in America and seeing what's going on? This is a more important issue than somebody running up and down this court entertaining me dunking a basketball. This is more important to me than somebody's doing a football 80, 90 yards downfield. I mean, yeah, we need that outlet to watch sports. I miss sports, of course. But what's going on right now in America? We're fighting for our lives. Not only fighting against this COVID disease, but we're also fighting against the oppression and racism of 400, 400, 450 years. So yeah, I, I see the I see the point that Kyrie and, and Dwight Howard's making, definitely. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I see the point, but like I said, I see, I see it on both ends. Like you mentioned Kareem boycotting the Olympics, but this is the NBA season. He didn't boycott the NBA season. He boycotted the Olympics, which the Olympics is a, is a world stage. And that, that type of message spreads even more broader than, than just the NBA league. You know, it, it, it's a message that spreads right. further than that, because this is, I mean, even though, even though, let's keep it real, Katara, what's going on right now, this is, has been a worldwide effort and a worldwide effect. We've seen everybody around the world uh, going on with the protests and all of that. So, like, hearing what's going on, where do you stand as far as, uh, you know, the athlete, you know, people want sports back, but these two athletes in particular had said, had said this. Where do you, where do you feel on this? complicated um at one um it the problem is and, and if people don't see this by now you need to see this sports took up and, and don't get don't, sports fans don't get on me but it they took up a lot of our time so now that it was not people are still realizing what's going on um if they it, and they still need and sports need to still take a little bit of a step back just before they start up again if people are still testing positive in the sports world number one number two uh th this protest is bigger it's bigger than well sports right now it's it's bigger and and while they're getting this this COVID 19 business out of the way the, the athletes that want to protest or want to do something about that should should look into that right now um and then and then wait they i still think they need to orlando if if, if you guys haven't read the uh saw the news 
Orlando International Airport just um, had like 15 of their employees get, are tested positive. Now, granted, I don't know if all the sports people are coming through Orlando International, but it's still a major problem. So the sports people mm -hmm. need to figure that out first. Behind the scenes, people need to figure that out first. And while they're doing that, they can protest and stuff like that. Um, you, you know, you can do two things at once. Now, when they start playing, that's the problem because I know that in rules, and, and again, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, You're I'm coming along. Of, You're coming along. Yeah, I know <laughs> the rules say you can't do certain stuff, and I know they're about to change it, but that's still up in the air as well. Um, so if they're going to, and I know the old heads are like, well, when I date, no, we're not. Let them figure this out. Granted, they have a point, but this is this is not back then. This is now. And if they want to, there's still rules they have to follow and everything. So they have to first figure out the COVID-19 stuff so your players don't get sick. While they're doing that, protest. And then when everything's back together, have a sit down and say, we want to protest. We still want to protest. What are we going to do? Let's change some rules down. And I know this is big, what I'm just saying, but, you know, we never expect COVID-19 to attack us like this. So things, yeah, um, yeah. That, that, that's where I stand. I'm, I know I'm complicating, but yeah. <laughs> right, right. And now, but now, Sammy, and throw to you. Uh, I forgot the homie's name from the Clippers. Um, the dude that, every, I, I forgot his name, but it's the dude that everybody thinks that, uh, as, a, as a defensive pest. Oh, Beverly. Oh, Pat Beverly. Yes, Pat oh, Beverly. Yeah. You talk about Avery. Avery. Um. No, no. Yeah, Patrick. No, 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 no. Pat Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Patrick, Bev Patrick Beverly had mentioned, if LeBron is playing, we all playing. I.e., like saying, if the king speaks, we all listen. What's your thoughts on that? So, personally, I don't think they should have the season. Um. I feel I feel like the total attitude of this country towards the coronavirus is largely they're starting to ignore it and they're acting like it's just gone away. It's summer. It's nice out. Let's go back to business as usual. When in reality is Florida just reported their most cases ever today. The cases are going up in Orlando. The cases are going up in Miami, all over Florida, but specifically Orlando. I, as a fan, not even talking about sports, but just, you know, their, um, their lives, they shouldn't, they shouldn't risk their lives to dribble a basketball when you could literally die from it. Because this thing doesn't discriminate how much money you make, what type of shape you're in, you could be tip top physical condition, but it could kill you. And I, I feel like the NBA, along with the other major sports leagues in the world are putting, um, profit and finances over human lives. Um, the other part of it is with everything that's been going on in this country regarding um, race relations, the police, the protests, I have a two, a double-sided opinion on that. One, they could play and use their platform to also protest like they did with Trayvon Martin Donald Sterling, you know, they could do that. Or because it's damn near July. I mean, focus on the most important thing. And 95% of the players in the NBA are black. 
So you can make, and there's a meme going around about people who think that um, they, their education, whether they're getting their PhD or have a million dollars, that exempts them from the racism that goes on towards black people and not just the country, but the world. It does. You're still at the end of the day. White man still looks at you. That's the way they look at you. You can have a gazillion dollars, but it don't change your skin color. And I think, I think now that we have, or at least the illusion that we have everybody's attention, we now could potentially start using this time to create meaning, meaningful change. And on that note, that would require all hands on deck so there wouldn't be a season. I personally just don't think for those both reasons that we should have an NBA season. I mean, all, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not up to me, but there's too much going on. And I, I agree with Kyrie Irving, but I... See, I don't, for one thing, I still look at Dwight Howard as an immature clown. And I feel like somebody wrote what he said for him because I, I just don't think he has the intellectual makeup to make a statement like that. But Kyrie, I mean, I get what he's saying. I agree. I just kind of wish it came from a stronger figure like right. a LeBron James or... Um, you know what I mean but <laughs> but I mean I, I respect Kyrie I, I hear what he's saying but he's not like you know he's not a leader no I mean me if it comes down between having uh, a sports season uh, versus COVID I cancel everything if pe the numbers are going up a lot of these dumb, dumbass governors are lying about the numbers, um, to, so they can so they can have uh, commerce. Uh, yeah. We know we know Georgia and Florida been lying for for a minute now, um, so I, I I prefer the safety of my brothers over you know having a sports season. Hmm. I think the problem with Kyrie is where was this energy a few weeks ago? We the ship been hit the fan a, a long time ago, so. <laughs> You know, it didn't just happen last week. So now all of a sudden he has this epiphany that it, now it's time uh, he doesn't want to have the season because of what's going on right now. If he, if I guess, if I'm not, if, if he just said that earlier, I think people, a lot more people would, would not uh, look at it as badly, but it just seemed like it came out of nowhere. All of a sudden they don't, you know, they've been negotiating yeah. this for a minute though, right? Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah. yeah. But no, all, yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. In all fairness, to Kyrie as well. Stephen Jackson did say that when this whole thing went down with George Floyd stuff, Kyrie actually called him crying, saying, what can I do to help? And in all fairness to him. Yeah, no, I mean, that's all good and everything, but... Yeah, there's no problem with that. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. you know, like, I don't think... I'll put it to you this way. I feel as though if LeBron or Chris Paul or a, a, a basketball player with stature would have came out and said what he said, it would be taken more seriously. 100%. I, I, don't, have a problem. I don't have a problem with, with Kyrie, with, with what he did. Kyrie is a very intelligent young man. Yeah, he is. He, he, he went to do. He's so, yeah. very intelligent. So yeah. I have no problem with him speaking. But again, like, 
if if you're saying this to the masses, to the, everybody who's reading the papers or watching the Sports Center or whatever, if LeBron, Raymond James said it, it's like okay, now we might really. That's like if if Robert Covington came out and said, "Oh, we don't need to go in the you know play the season. We need to protest." Right. Yeah, you're right. But you're Covington. Right, right, right. Like you're not LeBron. It shouldn't matter though. It shouldn't matter. It it, it, it shouldn't. shouldn't. It, hold on, that, hold on, Sammy. That's how hold it on. is, and that's how I'm sorry. I was gonna I was gonna say it it shouldn't matter, and you're right. But it goes to what we spoke about two weeks ago when I had mentioned when you mentioned when we mentioned the youth and having the youth speak up, and I had mentioned, yeah, but a lot of these people who are celebrities and things of that nature are the ones who hold that voice that capture the young and LeBron James King James is that guy so I, I dig why Sammy's what Sammy's saying 100% because yeah Robert Covington should be able to come out and say that too you know uh even a, a Boban Banyanovic should be able to come out and say it too uh Enos Cantor who kind of rough uh, comparison because Enos can have been on the front lines for fighting for a, st- a lot of stuff for years. He's been against what's going on in his home country of Turkey so bad that he can't go back because they look uh, at him done. as a political. They look at him as a political criminal just because he speaks out against their negativity. But yeah, it a LeBron James like Pat Beverly said, man. If pretty much paraphrasing and using it differently, but if the king speaks. He's spoken and we're listening. So that that's kind of where I, I'm with Sammy 100 percent on that. I but, get with what JP saying too, uh yeah. in, in a way. It, it I shouldn't do too. be that, I do too. It, I agree. It, it, sh- it shouldn't be that way because the one thing was we don't want to get stuck into a pattern is that we gotta run to LeBron as Superman. People have to run Absolutely. LeBron as Superman for everything. So right. everybody has to. We should allow people, and I, I'm guilty of it myself, like I said, I always mess with Kyrie just because of the flat earth stuff. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, everybody should have a voice and should be able to speak up. So we just, you know, LeBron, uh, we just can't look at LeBron because LeBron, he's not going to be around forever. Uh-uh. You know? True so, indeed. No, yeah, 100% right. But it's it's just, it's a matter of, uh, it's, it's, it's a matter of who holds the weight and who carries the most weight. And that's that's the only difference, because like you said, from from player number one to player number fifteen on that bench, everybody should be able to step up and speak out against it. That's not a problem, but it's who is going to listen to number fifteen. That's what, that's what? where it stands. That's where it stands. Is who's going to listen to number fifteen? But with all this King James talk, though, um, we got to talk about this real quick. Speaking of him doing great work in the world, LeBron James forms a group to stop black voter suppression. Uh, Katara, this is the type of work that we're talking about and why LeBron James's name is so powerful in this situation. What's your thoughts on him starting this group? That's good. It's good because um, there's still some people who don't know that it's still going on. Um, I had a conversation, and, and not to get off on a tangent, was, uh, by the way, the Popeye's sandwich is good, but everybody who was <laughs> online <laughs> was standing online for the Popeye's sandwich, you got people like, well, 
they should be doing that when they're voting. And people went on, people went up and said, this is what we did at voting. We did this mm. and we couldn't vote. And, and you know, when it was longer than standing in line in Popeyes. So um, people went up on that because people didn't, and, and a lot of people like, oh, well, we didn't know, we apologize. So yeah, bring this to this, to it, this, um, this, this, this subject into more of a limelight. Now, Stacey Abrams, I think that was her, she yeah, brought it up right. as well, but people, I don't understand why people aren't listening to her. She knows what she's talking about, but you know, a, 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 you know, a celebrity, uh, it, you know, like LeBron James, of course, they're going to more, they're going to start in thinking of it more. So yeah, this is, this is important. Right, right. Well, as TJ gets his audio stuff straight, we'll come back to him in a minute. But yeah, no, this is, I mean, this is just another one of those steps, JP, from the youth, that it's it's necessary. It's necessary. Especially with all the gerrymandering, um, the situations that happens with redlining, um, all the all the issues like the the voting booths not having enough, having stricter rules for black neighborhoods than they do for white neighborhoods. I mean, the just the list goes on and on and on when it comes to voter suppression and us people lay victim to it all the time. Right. Um, this is a real great thing that LeBron's doing, man. You know, to bring awareness and also to do something about voter um, suppression and stuff. This is another reason why you you know this this man is 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 um wow you know he's he's right I put it to you this way what he does is right up there with what the greats have done the Kareem's the, the Tommy Smith the Carloses John Carlos uh, the Ali's people of that that magnitude Bill Russell. You know, with the, the work he's doing, man, is is, is just Colin Kaepernick is just mad, magnificent. It is TJ, right? With all that joking. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey, TJ. What's up, TJ? Hey, Qatar. What's up, Sammy? What's up, Jamal? What's going and on, the man, man who used to babysit Christmas addicts. <laughs> 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 anyway, just just keep it going. We're coming in coughing and stuff. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I don't make a age joke on JP because when I met him and I asked him how old he was and I started doing some math on my fingers, I was like, I ain't saying nothing about old. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> four eight, just to, just to be clear, four right. eight. I'm right. And TJ's you. a year younger. TJ's a year younger than me. That must be that old old ass civil rights shirt he had on that time in '95. You know, you're talking about Sammy that. with the jokes. So you got the same joke. Every I know, time. right? So guess what? We I guess know, right? what? I it was, was there. Like, that's what, that's what really happened, though. Oh, you were like there. Steroid ass. <laughs> <Kurt Angle>. <laughs> <laughs> And la ladies and gentlemen, so y'all know too, JP's dyslexic. His birthday, his birth is actually 86. He said the numbers backwards. 1886. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, nah, but that off the jokes, off the jokes. Uh, TJ, no, we was talking just briefly about LeBron James starting the group to help fight against uh, black voter suppression. Yes. Uh, I was surprised by when he did that and came out and did that. I mean, 
that's been a, a huge topic the last say two or three years, especially in like Georgia and Florida. Mostly the southern states uh, have a problem with uh, getting us people to vote, with them closing down voting uh, centers, and you couldn't bus people to voting centers. They, they're just getting ridiculous with it to keep our vote silenced, um, just due to the fact that they know if we do vote mass, uh, we will sway uh, the, I guess, the popular vote. It's not even a popular vote. The damn. Uh, college, electoral college points or whatever the hell they do over there. But yeah, I'm glad he's doing it. I hope he does it for the entire country. Like he goes to the areas that are hit hardest first and then works his way out. Uh, He is a strong voice, a powerful voice. Uh, They can't fuck with his money because he's got more money. And even if he lost every endorsement, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he still has investments and all kind of stuff going on that we don't know about. So the man's going to be good for the rest of his life. So hopefully uh, more people piggyback on this and get some, it's going to have to be more change like in the laws and stuff again uh, to make sure that everybody gets the right to vote. I keep on telling people civil rights ain't even 60 years old and we still fighting for basic, basic stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. And white people didn't turn on the, hey, let me help you out, switch the day the civil rights passed. So most mm-hmm. of these people's parents and grandparents were either alive or or heavily involved in drinking at separate water fountains and eating at counters and sitting in front of buses. So Yep. True indeed. But um while we on while we on this downturn of uh of uh people in their fields because uh you know because of what's going on. We're going to talk about some of the things going on in pop popular culture right now. And I got to go to this. I'm about to hit the start of five group real quick. Shout out to the homie, Will Thelonious Monk. He decided to share this hilarious video with us today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, to the McDonald's at Love's on the Ford Avenue exit. And I waited in line to get my food. I had already done my mobile order so that, you know, people don't pay for my stuff because I just always like to pay for it myself. But I'm on my way home from work. Um, when I pull up to the window, they hand me my receipt. So I go to the second window to get my food and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And so the girl comes to the window and asks me what my order was. I repeat my order and my coffee um, order. And they asked me to pull up because my food's not ready. It's uh, an English muffin meal with a hash brown and coffee. And I mean, I hadn't eaten since uh, probably about, I mean, I've been up for a very long time, but I haven't eaten in a while. So I was kind of hungry and I'm still waiting and I'm still waiting, and they asked me to pull up. So I pull up forward, and uh, a girl comes out with my coffee, and just the coffee, and she hands it to me, and at my window down, and that's all she hands me is the coffee. So I told her, I said, don't bother with the food, because right now I'm too nervous to take it. It doesn't matter how many hours I've been up. It doesn't matter what I've done for anyone. 
right now I'm too nervous to take a meal from McDonald's because I can't see it being made. I don't know what's going on with people nowadays. <laughs> Just give us a break. Please give us a break. <laughs> I had to stop it there because I just had to say to that, give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. I, 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 don't, I don't understand. What 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 is she upset about? What because I it, here it here, here it is, Katara. Because she only ordered her one English muffin or her one McMuffin sandwich, I'm sorry. And her being a cop with everything that's going on right now. She was afraid somebody did something to her food. Rightfully so have that fear, but she could have did that shit outside of uniform. Right. Because right now, unfortunately, shout out to my brother-in-law, I love him, but nobody feels bad for the police right now. Okay. And nobody gives, a, nobody gives a flying fuck about your damn English McMuffin sandwich right now. <laughs> I mean, um, I what every okay. There are times when I went. <laughs> there are times when I went to the McDonald's, you know, drive-through. You don't go if you're in a rush. That that's the rule, because then you, you're gonna have to wait. That's just the that's the law of attraction or whatever that's called. You know, that's what the pro. Okay, so they messed up on her meal because they mess up on many people's meal. That's it's what McDonald's. they do. Yeah, it's McDonald's. This is not something to get emotional about. I'm sorry. I'm not be I'm not trying to be non-empathetic. I respect what she does, but it, no they empathy. Messed, yeah. Never. They, yeah, they messed Never. up on her meal. That's it. It's nothing deeper than that. What is she, is she she wants to be oppressed? Is that the problem here? Cuz this is stupid. And I'm not trying to be Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to get, get upset about this. But Karen wants to feel oppressed too. Yeah, because it's a silly, it's a messed up order. That's it. There's nothing more to that. Like, you know? I mean, Sammy, just say what you just said in the comments just now. McDonald's fucks people's orders up every day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was a kid and I wanted um a hash brown. They gave me a small fry. Like it was like <laughs> it's, it's like it's it, it, it you know, okay, they messed your order up. Like you said, it happens all the time. It's just like that nonsense that happened in New York City the other day. Where the police thought that somebody actually poisoned their milkshakes, and what happened yeah. was they cleaned they cleaned up the thing out with some bleach, and they left some extra bleach in there. They got, yeah. You got the FOP the president of New York City talking about, well, you're poisoning our officers. We're not going to tolerate it. Come to find out, all what happened was was a little bit of extra bleach in there. They forgot to clean it out. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah, this, Stop that's, it. I'm, you can't bleach, compare though. your. You, you, you ain't poisoning them, but that's bleach though. That's, 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 okay. you oh. can't compare, you, you can't compare your situation, your little inconvenience of McDonald's waiting for your sandwich, whatever, where the people who are getting, who are getting murdered. Stop yeah. it. Just who gives a damn about you and your sandwich from McDonald's? Nobody's, nobody's, sitting up, nobody's sitting up here. Nobody's poisoning you. 
They, they buy you had extra orders backed up and stuff because you can't go there to eat or anything. So stop she's a food. white woman who's a cop who was crying. She's not a cop though. That's the no thing. shit. We know that. I'm just saying though. It's, 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 That's what it is. That's what she wants. That's what she wants. The frightening Nobody thing. Nobody gives that, a damn. Is that she has a weapon? That's what's scary. That fragile human being. Low oh, what if she got a call after that? Has about a a, and it was a young black person. What was going to happen? I didn't get mad at my muffin. You don't know what kind of day I'm having. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like my man, it said, like my man John Figueroa said in the in the comments on that video. Not, he said, what did he say? Let me get to the comments, y'all. I'm sorry. So I thought I had it up. Uh, no, it's not John Figueroa. It's John Figliolo. I don't know how much I've known this. I've known this cat for so long. I messed up his last name. He said, "I'm not even trying to be funny." How do you pass a psych exam when you fall apart over a McDonald's order, not be a Bingo. Yeah. How about it? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She got a weapon. This this fragile person got a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more training. More training. We know that. More training ain't gonna solve that. More uh, hope. More home training might fix that attitude. Mm-hmm. If she caught the belt a couple times or something, maybe. She's lonely, bro. <laughs> that's she's possibly... very lonely. It's... No, that's she... a strong. She has nobody to go home to. Not so crying about a McMuffin, bro, because somebody can make her some French toast or something. She should be looking for some bro. kind of meal when she goes home. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> It's just, it's just that I just had to throw that in there because I, I cried laughing at that because in my head I was just like, yo, during these COVID times, excuse me, first responders, which especially police all first responders, they were getting shit handed to them right and left. Didn't have to pay for a thing. If they even pulled up into the drive-throughs in New York City, some of the McDonald's drive-throughs. They had signs up. First responders get a meal on us for free. Damn. Stores give them shit like they were giving them stuff. So to be honest with you, you mad, you paid. Okay, you lost your little three twenty five or whatever it is for the English, you know, for the McMuffin. I had three of them for breakfast this morning. My shit, <laughs> my, my shit came out fine, but <laughs> I got it on time. But over a damn McMuffin, it's like, come on. But now moving on, more black shit is getting. A, I I don't even know if I could call it attacked, but the game's changing because everybody's in their sympathy bag right now. They're changing Aunt Jemima and Uncle is, uh, and Uncle is, uh, Are they going to keep the police from beating our ass? Facts. No, it it, it it TJ has a point. I, don't get me. Let me tell you though. I since I was and I'm, <laughs> Go, I like no no TJ, you, you have a great point. <laughs> let me say this because because I'm 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 a I, I, and and I'm I'm not joking. And, and John, I'm not getting on you. I'm a little. I'm more uh closer to age than John. So I've been waiting for this since I was probably, <laughs> I started to be woke, okay? I was waiting. And don't get me wrong, this, t- I, I will be the first. No, I hear you. I, yeah, I hear you. I've been waiting. This, it's about time. Now, let to TJ's point, this is to, do not cover this. This is not, an, this is not a makeup for not, for, for them fixing what, 
you know, for, for them fixing the police department. Right. This it has nothing not to do with police right. reform in right. any way, shape, or form. But they, everybody looks like they're backsliding now on a huge thing for, like, you know, anything considered old and Negro is not the move no more. So, you or know, like, they need some, you or know. Or like James Brown, or like James Brown, they trying to get on the good foot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because <laughs> nobody wants that check to stop. Nobody wants that money to stop coming in from, right. from and they know black people use their products. A lot of black people use their products. So they don't want to be part of that boycott or blackout which everybody thinks that we could take seriously if we actually did it and stop, you know, spending the money like that. But yeah, nobody wants to be on the wrong side of that, except for Dan Snyder of the Redskins. <laughs> mm. um, oh, but also though, now on the on the because we're, we're on the side of pandering right now, as y'all could tell, <laughs> as y'all could tell, Jamal. Mm. I see the solo shirt, so I'm mm-hmm. sure you're a Netflixer who something kind of guy. Yep. I know you've seen the cues recently <laughs> where you want to talk about Panda Panda. They are showing every black movie possible yeah. on all these streaming platforms. And they, and they hashtag it with BLM too. Yep, you know they did. They absolutely be. did. I'm talking, and I'm talking at, from Negro Spiritual to Tyler Perry oh, to yeah, to niggas in space. Mm-hmm. He's showing everything. <laughs> yeah, they did. He caught it, Jamal. <laughs> I caught it. They caught me actually because I ended up watching Juice. I ain't seen Juice in years. Hey, Juice though. It's Juice though. <laughs> I ain't seen Juice in years. I was like, oh. Okay. Everybody now is doing everything to support, to be on the right side of stuff. Even stores, stores that are notorious, notorious for their practices against uh, uh, like, uh, what's that called store? Anthropology got yeah. caught because they had a code word for black folks when they was in the store. And they had a whole thing about Black Lives Matter all of a sudden and the people started calling them out. But it seems like what they're doing is they people, they're cleaning up all the stuff that we spoke on for years that they, that they could have just done away with, with no problem. They're doing it now. Easy stuff. Uncle Ben's Aunt Jemima. I guess the the, the cream of wheat man, Pullman Porter, dude is next. You know, they're going <laughs> to fix that. But all the stuff they could have just done when we was asking nicely. Right. A long time ago, it seems to be magically being turned around now. And then the pandering starts. So they all got a, a, a Black Lives <laughs> Matter movie. But yeah. Wow. So, and now all of a sudden, all our films are, are, are being showcased. And, you know, after they just spent years robbing black directors and producers of their money uh, and, and of, of paychecks saying that black movies don't sell overseas, all of a sudden now they're getting pushed to the forefront. So. Wow. Sorry, we see you. It, it took Black you. Panther. That's it. It took Black Panther. Well, they knew before then because it's just they was collected on the overseas dollars. They just wasn't giving it to us. Right. My, you know? my concern, my concern with all this stuff going on the pandering, this stuff, like your pictures you're putting up right now, gosh, and all this other stuff is, <laughs> I think, I don't want the message to get lost of what this whole thing is really about. Mm-hmm. No, that's and what and that's what I'm afraid of. 
that's what I'm afraid of. The people who would get caught up in, oh, this corporation did this, oh, this person did this, and it's been, and, and then things go back to business as usual. It can't go back to business as usual. No, no, no. It can't right now. No. We, 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 we're, look, look, we're fighting for our lives right now. Okay, yeah, Angie Mama and all them did that, but let me ask you a question. How many, how many black representatives did Angie Mamas have on their executive board? That's the questions we need to be asking. I'm not worried about a doggone picture of Mammy or, or whoever who has been there. But what are you going to do as far as, as as far as hiring more black people and stuff to be a part of your executive board? Are you donating money towards these these organizations that are out here on the front line fighting for black causes and stuff, fighting for our lives and stuff? That's what I need to know. It's good that you take it down racial stereotypes that have been here for God knows how long. But I want to know what are you doing for this struggle and for this for this fight as far as equality within your companies and what are you doing donating money and stuff towards organizations who are fighting for police reform and community reform. That's what I need to know. Right. So, I think I think a lot. Go ahead, I, uh, just real, I'm gonna throw it back to you, Sammy. But I I think a lot of companies are doing that because in this capitalist society we live in money seems to be what they think is the cure to everything. So I do think that some of these companies, besides just making a statement and throwing some shit out there, I think they are throwing a few dollars here and there, just as like a, you know what, just to let's make ourselves look good at this time. You know, who the, 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 to judge the level of genuineness behind it. That's one thing. We'll never know the true level of genuineness behind it. But I think many of them are, Sammy. All right, so <clears throat> I saw this live. I first I laughed and I was like, "Who the fuck approved this? Like, what? Like, so Black Lives Matter is the hot thing right now. It's the trendy thing. People love trends. Okay, um, society and these corporations are basically doing everything except for what we want." All we want as the black community is for cops to stop killing us, both men and women and children. That's all we want. We don't want black. We don't want. You know, we don't care if Starbucks says Black Lives Matter, Wawa, or Hulu showing every black movie ever made. Like we don't care about that. We don't care about Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, Cream of Wheat. That's irrelevant. We just want to feel equal. We just want to be able to take an early morning jog or a late night jog or to be drunk in the middle of the Wendy's drive through and pull over just so we can sober up and not get killed. We want to be able to play with toy guns and not look at as, oh, he's got a gun, kill him. We just want to, we just want to be equal. We, we you didn't mean normal shit? You mean yeah, normal shit? Exactly. exactly. No one asked for all of these corporations and the NBA, Black Lives Matter this, Black Lives Matter that, the painting in the street, the Washington Avenue and DC being changed, Black Lives Matter. Nobody asked for all of that. We just don't want the cops to fucking kill us. We don't want being pulled over to be like, am I going to make it out alive? That's all we want. And that's something that's even what we don't even want more police training. We want police reform. There's no reason why 
these police officers should have weapons that you would see on the battlefield, okay? There's no reason that they're shooting rubber bullets and puncturing people, okay? There's no reason why cops in Buffalo are, are pushing down an old-ass man and, and fracturing his skull. There's no, we just want to be equal. That's all we want. I give a fuck less about, I don't know, I don't even eat pancakes. I'm not a pancake <laughs> guy. I'm not, so I don't care about Aunt Jemima. I'm not a rice guy. I don't care about Uncle Ben. I'm not a cream and wheat person. I don't care. None of that is doing anything for me. And I don't take the word of these corporations and saying like, oh, you know, we support Black Lives Matter and donating to HBCUs and, you know, we support Black, like, we don't care. That's nice you made a statement. What's your executive board looks like? What's your board of directors look like? And I'm gonna tell you a quick, quick example, okay? A certain school in New Jersey, I'm not gonna say their name. I'm very familiar with them. They had all of these town halls. Only one of those town halls was a majority black panel. I'm not trying to hear what white people, how this affects white people or how white people feel about this. It's not fucking happening to them. I can dig that, but why I can also kind of dig the panels being that way is for this and this only. If these people are expressing how their opinions are being changed on how on how they feel indifferent to what's going on and talking about what they can do for their people in their community to help try to issue and usher out the change to me I'm fine with it because guess what yes it is about just a police issue and this that and the third but a lot of especially just thinking on the white celebrity part a lot of them are coming out and even saying as as white people, we are the problem and we need to fix this. Whether they are like that or not. So, But I, I dig what you're saying 100%. I want to tell you, this your, your part of Jersey is different. Trust me when I tell you this, this particular place, it's going to go back to business as usual. They never, they only care about money and making new buildings. They don't give a fuck about students of color. They don't. I could dig, I could dig that. I could dig don't that. Miss me with hearing white people's thoughts about this. It's like when Dave Chappelle said um, Fox News interviewed Ja Rule about 9 11. Nobody gives a fuck about what Ja Rule thinks. They don't. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's not affecting them. They can get pulled over and not worry about if this is the last time they're going to see their family. But, but, but on that point, though, which again, I don't disagree with you. But when we look at these issues, generally, in whose direction do we look at? Okay, we, it's, we're looking at their, we're looking at them generally. So if a lot of these people are coming back and saying, like, look, you know, this was our past, this was my past, and not, and not, they can't speak for everybody. Just like every black person can't speak for every black person, you know. But if they're coming back and stating, like, you know what? Because this the, the the George Floyd incident, as we talked about last week, has been a major eye opener across the country. Major eye opener for a lot of people. And a lot of people are starting to recognize 
their privilege. They're starting to recognize, and I'm not saying all. Don't take me like I'm saying all people. I get, I get what you're saying. I'm just stating if they're admitting to understanding where they know they have their privileges, they fucked up, and they're willing to have a discussion to make themselves better, which then in turn also kind of aids to this, I respect it. You're talking on behalf of a place that you know by fact, and you're talking from that angle of you know by fact these people is going to turn back to business as usual. And honestly, honestly, oh man, what was I going to say? This ties into what I said earlier. Black Lives Matter is the hot thing right now. So you're going to have professionals and educators and people who are presidents of this, presidents of that, come out to the public and say what the people want to hear. But I, Samuel Wilson J, am not buying that they're making the necessary changes on themselves. Because, again, nobody wants to be looked at as that guy or that person. Everybody wants to be on the hot well, track. It's, it's on us to press them at that point, Sammy, to see if they follow. We were talking about this on the show, right, too. Right. It's all about the follow through. It's about it's right. all about the follow through. Like you said, I just said, I wanna... the pandering and the and the talking is all good, but what's the what's the payoff? What's the back end on this? What are we getting out of it? And I, that's and, exactly what you're talking about. And I want to I want to piggyback off something that Sammy said too. It's like it's like it's like um I was I think me and Sammy talked about this on Saturday. One of the things that I that I said as well is like you know like you like Sammy said. Right now, the hot thing right now is Black Lives Matter, what's going on in this country. I do agree with you all. We got to keep the pressure on. We, we have to, this is, this is a fight that must be won, as I said, you know, as, as I've said before. But the main thing also is, as well is, as far as like the allies that we have, quote unquote, the allies that we have out here fight with, fight, fight with us as well. I do believe that a lot of white people who are on the front lines are very sincere with what they're doing. But however, you have to learn from history as well, because if you remember back in the day, the Black Panther Party had a lot of support from hippies to, to the weathermen, to all these organizations and stuff. And there's a lot of white people who were young as well that were, that were down with the Black Panther Party. 20, 20, 30 years later, these same people became Republicans and were writing in laws against Black people and have us in where we are today. So we have to be careful with history to keep this movement going. True. I can't bend my neck any any further. No, but you don't. So, but you don't. You don't have to. Besides the fact that your green shirt is drowning in the green screen, you don't have to. You don't have to bend it anymore, big milkhead head, because just okay. your head is just there. I don't know why JP. I don't know why he's laughing. They're going to replace Uncle Ben with his face, but. <laughs> first off, first off, number one. Like your big ass head is covering justice for Brianna Williams. That's the first thing. You can't even see what's behind you. That's the first thing. Second of all, second thing is your like your shirt's going in and out. All you see is your big ass head half the time. That's all you see. You have some problems over there, sir. Just in the camera. At least they can see my face. You look like a. You still look like a silhouette. College professor says silhouette. But anyway. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say real quick, real quick, real quick. What I was going to say is on the follow through, white people need to press 
the other white people to follow through. It's not on us to make sure they follow through. I agree. But these front, if these people are are getting woke, as they said, and now understanding the problem, all right, y'all need to press that. We've been pressing that, so you know Perfect we can't press it that. anymore. Perfect example to that was the young girl who on her, I think, Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, whichever video thing she used for it, when she pressed her parents about what was going on. Oh, yes, it was like Instagram. Yeah. That, that, I mean, in my opinion, that was powerful, though. That was was a powerful image for others to see. Like, yo, yeah, she's in a fucked up household because her parents are still going to think fucked up like that. But she's showing them that it's like, yo, not with, like, it's nah, gonna t- I'm not going to take that younger generation too, like you said, Dan. You know what I'm saying? To you know, put the put the end to their parents' nonsense or move, just move on from it. You know what I'm saying? But like I said before, it's not on us to press these people anymore. They need to, you know, they need to use right. their power huh. and their money and their brand to to press the issue in government, locally and federally. At this point, go ahead, Sammy, because you look like you're itching. Yeah, like, all right, I'm sorry, but if I'm like on the pessimistic side of this, but if you look at the history, it's right, you know, it's very justified. How, I mean, who's to say that that whole thing wasn't staged and it was done for likes? Because again, right, exactly, is the hot thing. So, yeah, there's no, and there's no, there's no disagreeing with that. I'm just. But, Slowly saying my opinion. I, I'm just not buying. We're not asking for that. She can go and have pizza with the cops. She can get her parents can get pulled over and still know they're going to go home and see the daughter. That's not what we're asking right. for. That's all nice, fine, yeah. and dandy. But one, one thing, one thing, real work happens behind the scenes. Right. A thousand percent. Thousand not on TikTok. Behind the scenes. And the, the social media generation, myself included, we are so quick to put everything on social media. Everything. But before Qatar, because I know you want to make a point. The point I will make, the point I will make, Sammy, is, is no, in a way, in some respects within this, we are asking for that. But it's by way of what TJ just said. It's white people that are on this side of right and good they need to check other white people. I'm not stating that that's our job to do. Right. They got to check their side. And they yes, on TikTok. the work to has to be done. The work has to be done behind the scenes, behind the field. Qatar. Right. Um, Sammy, now is, and, and I see your point, um, but now is the time to get things done behind the scenes. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about TV. Now is the time. In my area where we're at, we're the, the area is providing, for example, my pastor, because um, he spoke, he said, not only this is going on, we have this, this in our community. And and now people are coming to him, business are saying, okay, you, um, if the, the, you have, uh, there's some grants you can get, there's some this you can get, there's some that you can get, free membership to the YMCA, uh, do this, do that. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm just bringing examples. This is the time to press and get answers, Sammy. I don't, I don't know where you live, and you know, don't tell us on here because people are, you know, are weird. But um, yeah, you you have to go to their go to your town hall meetings and stuff like that. 
do press these issues, okay? Because more can get done. Um, I just posted grant, oh, and one's due by tonight. I just posted grants for small businesses because the resources are here now, but you have to, to, to express that. You have to not only express police reform, but what else is going on in your county as well, or your city as well. Qatar, let me, Qatar, let me say this. Yeah. Me and Sammy, we, 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 we basically live in the same town, in the same area. And okay. I think Sammy, Sammy will agree with me with this. We have a very progressive, our police force is, is for the, and you know, I know how people are with the police and we all are. We have a very good police department in our town and they have a good rapport with the yeah. residents, it seems like. Also as well, we have a great, we have a great young mayor who's, who's a woman. And we have a city council made up of, of black women as well. So we have that, we have a great school board as well now. So we, we, are, we do live in a kind of like a, a progressive town where people are trying to get things done and make things better. That was before all of this. For area. Right. Well, yeah, before this is coming. But now is the time to push for things like that. Yeah, it's, I'm pessimistic at certain things too. But work on, look at the good things right now. Yeah, now's now the time to push for diversity on boards. Now's the time to push for diversity on city councils <sighs> and diversity. But yeah, I know what you're saying, but it's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. I'm glad you lifted at the government because we're going back to this, Jamal. <laughs> you want to talk about, we're talking about people pushing change, this, that, and the third. This bullshit right here. It's buffoonery. This shit right here, nigga, in, in Cat Williams' voice. This shit right, right here, nigga. You can <laughs> always right tell when they don't consult black people. Before right. they do shit, Damn. they need that one black person to be like, "Nah, you can't." Jamal, speak on this. This is this is a piece of the, this is a piece of the Democratic Party. Yeah, coming uh, to Congress <laughs> dressed in kente cloth and taking a knee to show solidarity. My opinion, I love this part. The whole plate lip shit. <laughs> that shit <laughs> but this is the Democrats just trying to keep and maintain the black vote. Especially the, the establishment. And then you, you probably need to look at the median age, the median age of these folks and their median income and just see how, how far removed they are from the rest of us. Um, also, these people must have the dumbest staff in the world and the, no and black people bro no there's black no people, people and no uh there's there's nobody offering a, a contrarian opinion on anything yeah. they, they can't they can't they got yeah. yes men you know what i'm and saying they either to be that and not be stupid, heard to be that stupid after they just went through this long fight with the left the left side of the democratic party telling them you guys are basically no better than than the, the right wing Right. And uh, having this long, drawn-out fight with Bernie Sanders and those folks, and you come out and do some stuff like this, oh, they would have been better just shutting up and getting out of right. the way. This, this was, this is, this yeah, is, because this everybody was doing the, it to themselves. Right. This is as bad as the hot sauce uh, coming out uh, pocket pocket. It's just as bad. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's just as bad. I don't, as, I don't care how many. Waka condo, whatever you got going on. That's I'm sorry. I said spears you have. I don't <laughs> care how much kneeling you do or whatever. Damn it, I need you to get up off your damn knees and do something. That's what I need these politicians to do. Pass some laws. We yeah. don't 
pass the law. I don't care about none of this pandering nope. stuff. You spineless Democrats been doing the same thing for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. You let this madman devil down in D.C. do whatever the hell he wants. And y'all don't they have no spine. Never, they never stoop about to the level and meet it. They never stoop to the level and meet it. That's it. You gotta it, fight fire with fire. Sometimes. 100%. They don't fight. They don't throw punches back. They cave into everything. They don't have... They, That's why they I don't, left the party. Nah, they don't have the energy to fight the way they need to. You need some dogs in there. And we and, and, and another thing is, too, our people need to call stuff out like this out. We got to stop this, too. We got to stop this nonsense, too, and, and feeding into what they're doing, taking a damn knee. Come Where's on, Jesse man. Jackson calling Get this out? Where's Reverend Al calling this out? Yeah, it's, it's, it's insulting is what it is, uh, Dan. Uh, it's very That's insulting. The, it's, it's insulting to think that uh, that we're going to look at this and say, okay, they're down for us just by, just by this dumb shit. Nancy Umar Pelosi. <laughs> Yo, that's the best Sammy. That was the best one ever. Gifts. <laughs> Gifts. Don't worry, fellas. The school that, was coming. Don't right. You know what? Can 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 we can I I totally agree. This is pandering and this is not helping. But one thing I wanna say, just because so whoever said the Umar thing, uh Let's 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 talk about real quick, real quick. I nobody should be saying. Uh, I saw um and 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 I saw a, a thing on Twitter and someone responded. Nobody should be saying our women is not are not protected because they're not submitting to us. Do not say that okay. right now when us uh, we and, and men or two of course are dying, are are getting hung from trees because that's not a suicide. You know, no, 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 just go away with that. Go go find Umar, find Tariq, and deal with them, and and, and shut up right now. Well, we're not gonna mention their names no more because oh. we don't want the Goonie Goons to come after us as he's as he so called them that he had his Goonie Goons. We don't want his Goonie Goons to come after us too. But um, okay, sorry. You know, no, but you're absolutely right. We, we thank you for the ten dollars, but you should have made it twenty. <laughs> 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 you know, but. We got to get on to the hard topic now because enough of the pandas. Because this, this, that shit is just absurd. It's beyond absurd what's going on with those Democrats. And again, it's literally just, just another way to try to think that they're going to secure the black vote. Because I mean, I don't, and I'm just making a statement. We're not going to talk on it, but I hate the fact that mostly our people blind faithfully believe in the Democratic Party just cause. Yep. We need to start waking up and do more research into these third parties and outside parties. I'm saying we there's just a, need our own party, period. Just a black a, party. There, there is a reason why there is a reason why they only show us Democrat and Republican stuff on TV. There's a reason why they make situations for primaries where if you're not in the Democratic Party, you can't vote on 
a particular candidate. Because if you think outside of them, they don't they don't consider our voices. And I can say our voices because I dropped them, I dropped both parties back in Bush's second term. I dropped them shits. So you've been so independent that long? Yeah, we and and just because I've always thought that way too. I've always been kind of a both sides thinker, then make my opinion from there. Because you gotta hear all sides to everything. Right. But you gotta have like they always say, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's, uh, what is it? There's, there's, um, there's facts, there's opinions, and then there's the truth in a way. Right. You gotta go and search and find the truth to you. But you gotta, you gotta go out and dig further for more than just what they force feed us on TV. And I hate the fact that most black folks, unfortunately, just blindly follow the Democratic Party. I'm not saying go to the Republican Party, but a lot of black people don't even understand that at one time, almost all blacks were Republican. Well, yeah, and, right. And we ran the Republican. You know, the person that everybody loves to throw out there in times like this, Martin Luther King was a Republican. Uh, yeah, you know, that, but that also, yeah, that, 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 was a, that was all the switch up because uh, Nixon wouldn't go visit him in jail. You know, well, the thing with that is, even though he was Republican, the communists, uh, they, they accused uh, Mark MLK and all other civil rights leaders for, of yeah, communism. The so they pushed it, pushed it back to civil rights three years later. So it, it, it's like, okay. You know, but I get what you're saying, and, and but historically, historically, black folks were Republican. They were so right. Exactly yeah. Robinson, yeah. The, most, the most important, the most important speech that oh. you want to hear about Democrats and Republicans is listen to Malcolm X's "The Ballot or the Bullet." He breaks everything down on there for you oh, yeah. about a Dixie. No difference between a Dixiecrat, Democrat, and Republicans and stuff. I, I recommend that people listen to that. This speech was almost 60 years ago, but it's still relevant till today what Malcolm was talking about. Now, I'm sorry, Katara. Go ahead and finish your point, please. No, no. It, it, the thing is with that, people like to bring that up. And I'm not talking about Dan, everybody, because Dan is, is correct. But what ha what happened was the, the Republicans did help them get into office. But when the Republicans went right back up north, the KKK was born and they didn't help them. They didn't help them get killed, murdered, and just- That's when he switched. Picked them out. That's yeah. the problem. And yes, you have to know your, please know your history, but you have to know, just like Dan said, both sides are, well, for lack of a better word, evil. You know what I'm saying? So um you definitely have to yes. but, but 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 dan your point real quick to, to your point here in florida if you are an independent or whatever you vote for and let you cannot vote in the primary that's yeah, the problem the no no yeah i'm an independent yeah. and i can't vote until yeah. the major election mm -hmm. okay same in new york same, same in for me new york. jersey yep okay. okay but if people it's just another yeah, little piece gotta of, be countrywide Piece, just another piece of this. There's a lot of wicked laws just behind just politics in general. I implore everybody to go look up things like you know, just like even running for office. Like you can't be like me and be a non-believer and 
run for office in a lot of states in this country. They damn near require you in some states to have to believe in some sort of a God, some sort of a religion. Some of them, preferably Christianity or Catholicism, shit like that. But just go look at do this. Some part of what we're talking about is go do research, go do history, go look into these things. Look outside of the box that is force fed to you on a daily basis. It's a part of the reason why a lot of people say they don't like watching TV because you get force fed the same bullshit every day. This is the beauty and the power of the internet. The memes are fun. All this other shit is fun. Yes, the internet can lie to you, but a book, but the internet can lie to you, but a book can lie to you too, because a lot of books are just written from the opinion of a man or a woman. So just do your research how you see fit. Right. Don't take a YouTube video like that unless the YouTube video is giving you the resources where they got the information from. <laughs> but use the internet for the power that it, it possesses outside of just the fun and building of relationships. But now we got to go on to the, the other sad portion of this. Um, Rashard Brooks. This situation in Atlanta. I uh, again another. I'm. I I first had to look at this officer like you fucking idiot. Like, do you are you not aware of what's been going on in this country right now? Are you not aware of what like on how you're being perceived right now? Now, as the story goes, was. Rashard Brooks was leaving his girlfriend's house, I think, as they said, or something like that, after some kind of dispute, but he was intoxicated. Um, fell asleep in a Wendy's drive through I believe they said the Wendy's employee called the police on him because he was holding up the line because he fell asleep. You know, the man, all he wanted to do was get home, got out, have the conversation with the police officer. You know, he, he was describing to him, telling him, like, look, I don't live that far away. I just want to walk home. You know, yes, I did. He admitted, yes, I did drink. They didn't catch him in the act of driving, but he was like, yes, I did drink. They gets out the car. The cops go to put him under arrest. They claim that there was some type of a tussle. Allegedly, Rashad got the cops taser. Taser. And then was going backwards away from him. And the cops, the cops running shot. already. He's running away already. Yeah. Okay. Shot him in the back. And he shot him in the back. What? So he wasn't going forward to attack, but he's he shot running him. away. But the one thought that I had, because I it's again state by state kind of thing. I know in New York, if you have the keys in the ignition, car started or not, That's they perceive they they perceive that as intent to drive. So Though I didn't agree with arresting him, I only understood because that's law up here. It might be law down there. I don't know. But it's law up here. That even if the car is not started, if that car is in the ignition, in that cylinder, they can perceive that as intent to drive. But a lot of places, officers will, depending on your hue, I would say, I guess, if you're drunk, but you're, not, you're there, you're not moving this and that, <laughs> Excuse me. Some officers, Jamal, will offer you a ride home. Hundred percent happened to me. 
they didn't even have to shoot. Well, give me a second. You can speak on that. But mm-hmm. they they didn't even have to shoot this guy. They could have let him run away. His car was still there. They had his keys. License plate was there. Your information was all there. Why are you pulling the trigger during these times specifically? To speak on it, Jamal. So there's a couple of things at play here. One, there's a lack of self-awareness of current events about that officer. He does not, he he just did not take into consideration everything that's happening now. Now, when I first saw it, I got a lot of uh, law enforcement in my family. And I love them and, 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 and what have it. And I had to ask a few questions, um, but the laws vary by state. So uh, one of the things that I uh, was told to me is that if they would have left him and let him do his thing and he got back in that car and drove and killed somebody, that guy would have been liable. So that's one. What, what, how it occurred to me was that had happened to me before where, uh, you know, I wasn't in the right state. I wasn't driving or whatever. And uh, I was on the side of the road, just walking home in the dark. And, you know, a cop came by and he did that, you know, that U-turn to death that we all worry about. Did that hard U-turn, yep. came back, asked me what was, what was good. I told him, look, I'm just leaving work. I had a bunch, I had a little bit to drink. He said, I'm just walking home. It was, it was like two in the morning. He asked me where I live. So where it was, I was like, oh, you know, he said, get in the back. I'm saying, I'll take you home. And he took me, he took me home. So from my point of view, that's what I thought could have happened. A couple things he could have done, what and which could have kept this man alive. He could have taken his keys and said, "Come tomorrow and pick him up from the station." You said your sister lives down the place. Your sister lives close to here. All right, either one, I'll take you there. Two, I'll call a cab, or I'm going to wait here for you to get a cab, and then you can go. But I can't give you your keys tonight, and that man would have been alive. Okay, why this officer did not do this, I have no idea, and. It's, it's, it's tragic. It's tragic because he was there for a long time with this man before it even started yes. going back and forth. There's, there's so yes. many ways that this thing could have end. This this thing could have resolved itself without any type of altercation or or, or resulting in a man's death. Um, took so many options to get this man home. They could have taken him home. They could have taken him to his sister. He said it's still right down the way. But yeah, first things first, yep. take the keys from him then. You can't do nothing with the keys. So you can pick one from the station in the morning. Boom. Problem solved. I was, can I, you know, I was I talking. Real quick? Okay. Now, I was going to say this. A um, couple more things came out about this case today, too. First off, the um, what I saw from the video, here's what I saw. The first officer seemed to me like they were talking, having a conversation. In my opinion, the second officer seemed to be a little more aggressive than the first one when, when they when they talk. Now, with that now, I've talked to a couple of police officers as well. They said that it's a tough situation because one, he is resisting and taking a taser, taking a taser from, from somebody. And he ran away. He did turn around for a split second, but then he turned. The problem was they shot him in the back. That was the twice they shot this man in the back. First off, number one, I talked to a couple of police officers. They said what should have happened was they should have took the keys from him. It was like, listen, we're going to give you a ride home or whatever. And then I wanted to point out another thing, too. I don't think he got into an altercation or argument with his girlfriend, wife, or whatever. His mother passed away. I think it was the anniversary of her death. What he was saying on the video, he's leaving the grave site. So this brother's already going through stuff as it is with his, the passing of, of his mother. Another thing that came out today, too, there was an 11-count indictment 
on the police officer who shot him in the back. Yeah, he's also had yeah. he's also had prior violations as well of shooting people before. So this is nothing new. This is nothing new with him. He's a road cop who should probably have been fired a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Number two, another thing came out too, which didn't show in the video was after they shot this man, they kicked this man in the back. They kicked him. They literally kicked this man when he was shot. Kicked him like a dog. See. So this came out as well. That's police brutality. Hundred percent. Oh, what is police brutality? So it didn't even so need to get it, that far. It didn't even need to get that far. It didn't have to go this far. They should just took the keys and like, look, we're going to drive you home. And that's it. The man was already going through a stressful day as it was when he passed of his mother on on the anniversary passing of his mother. It shouldn't have gotten that far. They shouldn't. Have, they didn't have to arrest him. The car was already parked in another location with it or. or Wherever it was, it could took the car, put it over there, and everybody could have gone home. Now, there's another video that surfaced of a white man having a problem with the police. They 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 were tussling, they were tussling with him. He took the ninth stick, started beating the cops with the ninth stick, got in a police car and drove away. It was not one shot fired. So it tells you the double standard within this country between justice and just us. That's the problem right Well, here here's here's the thing. I don't think that these guys are not aware of what's going on right now. I don't think they care. Right. I think the bottom line is they got the badge mm-hmm. and nine times out of 10, they're gonna get away with it or they're gonna walk and nothing's gonna happen because nothing usually happens. So they're gonna carry on like they normally do. I mean, what's the, what's the worst that's gonna happen to them? And, and now, you know, I mean, everybody, you see these cops get charged all the time. It goes to the grand jury and nothing happens. So I don't take none of these charges or anything until we get actual convictions and their pension taken away and, and start hitting these cops in their wallets, man, because that's the only thing that's going to uh, make them understand. These police unions are super corrupt. So, you know, you got to break that shit up or get some kind of reform that going in that area because these guys are protected to the end, to the end. You know, it's hard to get fired being a cop unless you end up shooting another cop. You know what I'm saying? That's that's pretty much the only way you're going to get fired. Even shooting, another, even shooting another cop, it, it, you, you could get away with that. How many black cops have actually been shot in, uh, undercover or, or whatever? And, and they've gotten the, away with it. There's a, there was a case in Maryland a couple years ago where somebody went to a police station to shoot out the police station and an undercover cop came in there and he wound up getting shot and killed for no reason. He was there to help the other police officers. I mean, there's a case in New York City where an undercover police officer was shot and killed during a robbery chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they get, they get killed as well. So can I say something? Sammy? Yeah, it's on you, Sammy. So here's my thing. You know, everybody's saying, oh, you know, the cops, what they should have done, and this, that, and the third. If they knew that, and this is a rhetorical question, if they knew that, why didn't they do it? It's open season on Black people. People have to realize, if they don't know this already, that the police stems from slavery. Once slavery was abolished, June 19th, 1865, they had to find a way to still legally oppress black people. That's why you have mass incarceration, sharecropping, all of that stuff. So literally the police force is stemming from slavery. And in slavery, as we all know, 
the black person is easy to be killed. It's open season. Nothing has changed in that regard over the last 400 years. These cops, when they get the badge, they get a sense of entitlement. They get a sense of power. I have a gun. I can kill you. They don't, they don't give a fuck about <clears throat> They don't care about Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin, John Crawford. Like they, they don't care because they're black or they were black. They don't give a fuck, okay? Normally, in a normal world where, where equality is king, that um, Rayshawn Brooks would have gotten a ride home. What he did to the cops, granted, he beat them up. He ain't deserved that's to die. Really, that's, that's, that's why the cop shot him. He got his ass kicked. He, he ain't deserved to die. I ain't seen nothing that man did that warranted his death. No, he shouldn't have died. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be here now. But because of these racist ass police that just want to, that they have a gun, they feel like do whatever the fuck they want. Here we are, and it's the same place we were at in 2015, 2014. You should have called more units. 1991, 1800s, 1700s, 1900s. None of this is going to change. I'm just being real with you. You can put up all the Black Lives Matter signs that you want, all the donations here, all the donations there. I don't see it. Until we have leadership from the top that doesn't sign bullshit-ass executive orders. Until we see meaningful change, there will be other Black people killed at the hand of the cops because that's what they want to do. And I'm tell you another hey. thing. A lot of these law enforcements are white supremacists and are belonging to KKK. And yes, what's the mission do? To kill black people. Period. I'm done. And um, and and and, um, and, the, and the piggyback the piggyback of what you said, Sammy. Another thing is too, we allow this stuff to go on within our community. The Jewish people don't allow this stuff to go on in their community. The Asian people don't allow this stuff to go on in their community. The Italians don't allow it. You try to kill do the stuff in the entire community. And you see what happens. We put up with this stuff. We we put up with it, and that's another reason why we can sit up here and do all the burning, looting, or whatever we want to. But until we address these cops personally and say enough is enough, this will keep on going. No other no other ethnic community puts up with what, what we put up with. No other ethnic one. community. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it's easy. I, I want you to go, Qatar, but. I think it's easy to say no other does, but we don't put up with it either. The difference is, it goes back to what Katara mentioned when we were talking about the voting. A lot of us don't go to the don't go to the community board meetings. We don't go to the a lot of public uh, uh, public uh, speaking engagements and stuff like that with elected officials. That is a lot where the problem is. You mentioned other races and things and ethnicities that. Well, other ethnicities, not races, but other ethnicities that don't put up with this, it's because they do go to these meetings. They do involve themselves in their community political actions that these people listen. Part reason, again, capitalism, money. It's part reason why the Jews are perceived to have the power that they have because they fuel and funnel so much shit behind the scenes, money-wise, 
we have to do the same thing. We've had this discussion on this show many a times where we need to get together and start putting our money more buying black, more behind <clears throat> black, uh, uh, black uh, politicians and things of that nature. That's where those steps lead to exactly what you're talking about. But a lot of our quick. don't do that. Make your point quick because Qatar. Quick. Yes, yes. I, I don't mean to jump her. Other ethnicities haven't had the heel to their neck as much as we have for the amount of time. Other ethnicities, families weren't separated and sold. We and, know all that. Raped. We we know that's, all but, that, but that stuff. But at the same time, they don't put why. up with that stuff as well as much as we put up with it in our communities. That's what I'm saying. The disrespect. Now, the disrespect for the black politicians as well. It's because they give you a T-shirt or a free turkey meal at the end of the day doesn't mean a damn thing if they're not if they're not supporting the people in the community. It's okay. It that it, that's a complicated issue, uh, you know, because we don't put up with stuff. <laughs> that if you see it now, you see what's going on now. We don't. It's 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 easier. And 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 again, it's and and I got to make my other point. It's easier for them to to come to to treat us this way because of the rules and everything else. All those other people that they're they're coming from out of town, out of out of country, out of this, out of that. They haven't to have to deal with this. And the, what they and what people do not understand, and I, I and I'm I'm not saying this anymore. If they're doing it to us, they're gonna do this to the other minorities. Y'all but I'm not gonna that that's a different thing. What I'm gonna say is uh Nikia brought this off on the um on, on the chat, and I, I also watched this on CNN before. He was, the, uh, what's his name? Brooks was also on probation. That could have been another reason why he ran, um, because our probation system is all messed up. You know what I'm saying? And he was actually, there, there's a video of him talking about how the system is, the probation system is messed up, um, period. The th bottom line with this is, and, and I know, Nakia, you did bring that up. Nakia brought up, like, it, you know, cops, the, the point is, there's no reason for him to be dead right now at all. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to other people. They say, well, that's protocol. Then protocol needs to change. There's no reason for him to be dead. He was running away. He put no one in danger, okay? Uh, even though he held up a line in, in, a, in a Wendy's or a Burger King or whatever it was, and, and as much as I like Wendy's, as much as my family likes Wendy's, Wendy's is junk food. That's not that's not a necessity. So there's not he didn't harm anybody. There's no reason for him to kill any. There was no reason for them to kill him. None at all. Um, and and that's the problem. And let me tell you, this won't just affect our community. And that's the that's what people don't understand. It's going to start affecting other community as well. It already has. Right. And because what's going on, it's just, it is as described, so we can move on, because as described, this this isn't a, well, it's still a racist issue. It's still a race issue, but this is more of, a, again, us, the people versus the racist kind of situation. I disagree. What's it's what? always a racial, it's been a racial problem for 50 years with us. And I just, I just said it is a us versus the racist. As Who's a the racist? Exactly. I, you, 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 what you're stating is agreeing. You're agreeing with what I'm saying. 
it's it's a us versus the racist kind of thing and unfortunately these are these these problems are going to continue to persist as long as these fuckers are still alive and in power mm-hmm. so the, the other thing is um people gotta vote local man you gotta vote local right. because right um these these people there's no repercussions for what they do because these departments are in lockstep with your district attorney with your prosecutor and if you look at all the district attorneys and prosecutors in, in, in every township in this country, they disproportionately do not reflect the population or the demographic of that town. And these people run unopposed and nobody votes local. So the same prosecutor will stay in there for 30 years causing hell. And people don't realize, just go vote these motherfuckers out. Yep. Just like, oh boy, you remember what happened in Ferguson with that prosecutor who was up there smiling after that verdict. He was causing hell for thirty years. His ass is gone now, because they said enough. I have to, I have to give, I have to give credit where credit's due for Philadelphia. They have a very good prosecutor who the cops actually really hate, Larry Crash. Bingo. Larry Bingo. Crash, Larry Crash, and I think he's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And he and they the FOP on him. They're trying to get him out. Even the mayor's even trying to get him out. But he's a very progressive prosecutor, and and he's to me, in my opinion, he's doing a very, very good job as the city's DA. And we need more like that. And that's the whole thing. If there's no repercussions, if these guys are all friends with the prosecutors and district attorney, and we can vote those people out. And that ties right back to what JP said. When people, when JP mentioned these other ethnicities don't have it in their communities. I've mentioned it. We, it's, we've almost kind of regurgitated this shit so much on this show. Yeah. You should know this by now. I mentioned in Brooklyn, just taking the planet of Brooklyn, for instance, in, uh, in uh, what is it? I think Bensonhurst and Williamsburg, the Jewish community has their own patrol boards. Yep. Own patrols. The Asian community in Sunset Park has their own patrols. When Bloomberg was in office and the Black folks wanted to have their own um, community watch program in Harlem, they told them no. That would change if more of us got involved with the local politics, yeah. because right. they locally put, they use their action politically to mm-hmm. get themselves involved, to get these situations changed. It took time, but let's be honest. A lot of us black folks loves the, love the instant gratification, mm-hmm. though we should take a step back from like with those who have Southern roots Sammy hates this, but taking the cooking a good pot of grits, oh. good, 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 good grits don't take don't. I now I love me some five minute grits, but sometimes the best grits don't take them. But don't take five minutes. Sometimes the best grits is slow cook for a few hours on that pot. The best grits are in the trash. Your face is gonna <laughs> roll in the trash. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but you but you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. You gotta be in it for the long game. Sometimes we're not. So that's why I salute, especially the youth, which JP, we talked about it. We could expose it, but we're working on JP's working on. We're trying to develop, we're gonna have an episode one week where we're gonna have the youth around the 25-year-old mark. And have these kind of under twenty five and under, yep. Because these are important. I'm gonna try to, as you mentioned, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna reach out to my cousin Sade, who 
the one I told you about graduated from Duke University, degree in African-American studies, is a teacher in Brooklyn right now. These are the type of people that we need to have on this on this show in a coming platform, you know, very soon. We're going to have that soon. We're working on that. But to wrap this up, we're all going to take our piece. TJ, you didn't give me no names. Jamal, Sammy, y'all could bring up your names in a minute. But it's Black Music Month. And because we forgot to uh, we forgot to, to, to set it up where we talk about somebody each week, we're all just going to give a little statement on who and why we want to discuss who we're talking about tonight. So, Katara, we're going to start with you. All right. I'm uh, Aretha Franklin. Um, she, and I'm, you know, I'm looking, yeah, I mean, she did everything. Oh, nice picture. And yeah, she did everything. She was actress, pianist, civil rights activist, um, everything. And, and, you know, people are still sampling um, her, her music uh, all throughout growing up. I've heard, not, you know, they took their music and they made a remake or did something like that. She's a huge influence today. And, and even though she passed, um, and even, you know, she, she is the queen, you know, <laughs> that, that's who, who I, I thought of. Uh, TJ, I'm going to run with you. You could pick somebody. Actually, no, oh. I'm not going to run with you right now. We're going okay. to run with, uh, we're going to run with JP because JP mentioned this man. Hell yeah, Jackson. It's like, no. <laughs> I didn't know. Bad, you're not funny. Bad, you're not funny. Anyway, we're going to talk about this man right here that Dan has up, Bill Withers. Um, originally from West Virginia, was in the United States Navy. Actually came on the scene late, like in his early 30s, where he became a singer. Um, of course, you know, he had some major hits, won a Grammy for Ain't No Sunshine. Um, she's going, had hits, Grandma's Hands, Use Me Up, um, Lean On Me, um, just the two of us, which he did with Grover Washington Jr. in the 80, early 80s, which was a massive hit. But of course, my favorite song from him of all times is probably A Lovely Day, man. Just a, just a beautiful song. One of the great songwriters, great singers, one of the most underrated singers of our time, Mr. Bill Withers, who transitioned actually a couple months ago. And um, what, what day was this? He transferred, um, transitioned March 30th. You know, but uh, Bill was one of the all-time greats. So I wanted to salute him and use him as my Black History Month singer, Mr. Bill Withers. TJ. Uh, I'm going with the legend, uh, Mr. Stevie Wonder, one of my favorite artists of all time. I mean, this guy was doing it big at 11 years old with his song, Fingertips. I mean, mm -hmm. he's won every award imaginable uh he was real part quick, of the civil quick, rights movement quick, after you're done and, real quick yeah. after you're done sammy then jamal you go um you know his album talking book and um was just phenomenal the, the man and he's still touring i mean i the only regret i have i wish he just cut them damn braids off and because uh, i don't think his hairline can go back any further wait, wait a minute wait a minute hold on I do have a bone to pick with you. You mentioned talking book. You did yeah. not mention inner visions oh, nor man. songs, songs in, the in the key of life. Of life. 
right. All right. But I was talking about my favorite album, John. <laughs> Not yours. Man. I you're mean, the only one who would say key. talking book is better than the individuals or the songs in the I key did, of life. I did not. You said that, John. I did not say that. I said what my favorite album was, okay? Come on, John Sharp. Jesus. <laughs> and I, I know you was there when he recorded both albums. <laughs> I mean, I know you were well, the same score. age as me. So just stop I know it you all with your, behind the boards. With your old I know you were behind the boards. Not for and me, you got, I saw. You're just upset Knock you didn't. You weren't mentioned in the credits. You weren't mentioned in the credits. Stop. You know. Yo, TJ, he was there when he said, "Yo, Mr. Stevie, the 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 pianos to the right." Whack bullshit ass jokes every week and not even funny. No fucking heathen. Shut up. All right. JP, man, you know what? Next time you run into Stevie, just say, yeah, why wasn't I in the credits? Why wasn't I in the, in the album? Guess what? Your just shit your still answer. ain't funny and nobody's laughing. <laughs> but that's my, uh, that's my uh, black artist. I mean, oh, JP knows them all. Just talking is going on. J J JP knows them all. So. You got them caterpillars on your face, though. <laughs> oh, Sammy, it's on you. Cut the shit. All right. Um, I'm going to pick somebody a little bit more recent. Um, Tevin Campbell. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. That's one of my favorite artists. Yeah, I'm a 90s baby, so I was born in 92, so I grew up listening to Tevin Campbell. Um, his first two albums are two of my all-time favorite albums. And I, li I listen to him just about faithfully every day, honestly. And for some reason, when I get really, really drunk and I'm at like an event, I'll s and Can We Talk magically comes on and I just start singing it. <laughs> That's the same song you proposed to that girl to with your barbecue whip that you barely knew, right? Is that the same song? Hey, at least I proposed to a girl. Anyway. Oh, okay. JP's spilling tea. You know, that's, you know, next next week, that's a year. Really? Yeah. A year? A, a year since your false finish, talking in wrestling terms? Yeah. <laughs> he had his little barbecue over his house. Yeah. Oh, you see how he dish you too? His little barbecue. Nah, I didn't mean no, it like that. No, he knows no, what I'm talking no, about. Knowing brother Hamhock, knowing brother Hamhock had every part of the pig. <laughs> nah, he didn't. He didn't. He ate all the ribs. Rooted to the tooth. That man ate all the ribs. Don't even try it. Stop it. You didn't even have no ribs. You had jerk chicken. JP, were you there for when when they made the first? Uh, when they made me the first rack of ribs, were you there for the first rack? <laughs> oh man, look, your ass is probably there for the first rack of ribs. <laughs> my fat were they baby back or were they like beef? <laughs> and my fat ass, I don't know. You tell me. You the one talking about it. You tell me. Oh, Kevin Campbell's my one of my favorites. My fat ass is say, damn right, I was there for them rack of ribs. <laughs> but anyway. It's up to Jamal Greens now, and he picked this man here. This is great the, choice. The great Fela, Fela Kuti. Um, Fela Kuti. The man's a bad man, sometimes referred to as the African James Brown, but I just call him Fela Kuti. The man's music is magical. Yes. P perfect 
perfect, perfect. His music fits in with what's going on now 100%. His music was for independence and anti-corruption. Brother went through a lot of stuff. And uh, as far as a, a composer and arranger and a percussionist, man, this is some of the baddest music on the planet. And mm -hmm. this is the only artist that I've, I've ever listened to who got 23-minute songs and I don't get bored of it. Dog is the only artist in the world who got 23 minute songs and don't say nothing for the first 22 That's minutes. That's right. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> he waits till the last part to come in with lyrics. That song, that song that him and, and Roy Ayers did, Action oh, for the Center dog, of the World, man. On. Woo, man. That's a cut. That's a cut right there, man. man. Zombie, man. Zombie. Don't, don't get me started. Yeah, Failure's a bad boy. Yo, JP. Go ahead. No, I said that you have that on vinyl. I don't. I, I personally don't, but you know. Because, you know. I didn't find out about that Roy Ayers spot until like two years ago, man. That's a failed joke, Sammy. That was a bad joke. Yeah, I caught it like Sammy. It's all good. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I ain't even on here anymore, man. Just go to bed. It just hit some milk and cookies and shut the fuck up. How about that? <laughs> Do you use that tone when you feed the birds bread in the morning? And you still whack. Nobody's laughing at your lame ass joke. Shut the fuck up. How about that? <laughs> he got to old man cussing oh, on man. <laughs> Yo, quick shout out to my man Boogie Rucker who got to see Fela on Broadway. I missed that show. I missed the traveling one when it came to Philly too. But you mean to our homegirl Boogie? Oh uh, my bad. <laughs> he said, "My man, sorry." Oh, I thought that was a cop. Yeah, Boogie is 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 a lady, definitely. I had no idea. So, I'm going to apologize publicly, Boogie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JP told me, you know, I didn't know. Why are you mentioning my name? Nobody's even talking about you right now. Just get my name out your mouth. Hush. Just shut it up and just do whatever you're doing. I'm on the podcast. That's what I'm doing, you man. Whatever you doing, Questlove? Just shut up right now. Yeah. He's the he's oh the guy. Call him the question mark. What are you talk about? Oh my god! Like BB King on steroids. Just oh, shut up right god. now. Okay, Where's Jamal, the steel at, by the way. What? Jamal, I have a question. Um, yeah. what's? Well, I'm trying to figure out what do you have behind you. If there's anything with Storm in it, I'm taking it. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't have any Marvel stuff in, so I'm. I'm I was no, he got that nice GI Joe box behind him. Though. Yeah, so I like all '80s stuff. So I'm, I'm Transformers first generation and GI Joe. Oh, and, and, and Star okay. Wars. So yeah. Oh yeah, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, Shock T. Yes, yes, of course. I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, now, we have my pick. Hopefully, we don't get flagged for this, but.
that's just a quick snippet from the Hackney Brothers from a band simply known as Death. And that was the joint Politicians in My Eyes, which just so fittingly, if you listen to the track, and I implore everybody, because we're talking about Black music here, I need all of y'all to do this for me. This is homework for everybody listening, everybody on the show tonight. Go download that album. The album is only 27 minutes long. The history on this group is absolutely amazing. Classic, man. From Detroit, right? From the 70s, right? Yes. Punk pioneers. Now, this is why I I told y'all in in our group chat, you got to go watch their movie. I'm... I'm kind of giving it away, but not giving it away because you still have to see this. It's about a group of brothers, the Hackney brothers. I don't have all their names. Um, They were a band growing up in their house in Detroit, playing in the attic, making noise and all that stuff. And just one of the instances they actually talk about on the song, they have a song called Keep On Knocking. They wrote that song on the fly because a neighbor kept knocking on their door to ask them to lower their playing of their music. And so they just got to keep on knocking, keep on knocking at my door. Like they, they did a whole song about that person just knocking on the door. The significance within this group, this group could be deemed the first punk rock band mm-hmm. because they were, they do what now it, Unfortunately, because of the mix and loss to history, just due to them being a band of three black dudes who at the time the record labels did not believe in black black folks making that style of rock music or rock music in general. Meanwhile, let's keep it real. The record labels forget that we created damn near all music. Okay. But the labels pushed these guys to the side, you know, like they were working with them. They were trying to get deals. They were trying to get deals. They couldn't get no deals. The, the brother who passed away, unfortunately, was adamant about keeping the name death. They were adamant about keeping the name death and had the and, and he always had a slogan for the world to see. And that's what they named the album that eventually got released. They should have been out before the Ramones, which I believe they were credited as like the first punk rock band. These guys were started way before them. But because of red tape and, the, and, and labels not believing in them, they got shelved. Nobody heard about them. Nothing. They didn't get put out really. They, they did end up coming out in the 70s eventually. But again, political red tape for just being a black band making this kind of music that was perceived as white boy music. They end up having a tragic incident that happens at their house. They lose almost everything. And then years later, it came up on a, on a radio station somewhere. I think it was a, so I forgot where the radio station was, but they happened to have brought up the name, this name of the group death. And it was like, yeah, you know, like there's these three brothers. He starts to tell the story about them, about how their, you know, their house got flooded. I think they got on fire, lost almost all their music. But he had a copy of their album, which was a very, very, very. I mean, this record is so rare 
there was only maybe, I think 850 pressed up, but a lot less than that still left in the world. No, I got the number wrong. There's a lot less. I forgot how few there is left in the world. That vinyl was going for over $850 on eBay once the world found out about them. One brother died in time. They wanted to still try to continue the name. Nobody was still messing with them. So they end up, they find another a bandmate who reminded them the way he played the guitar of their brother. They end up creating a group called Lamb's Bread. Lamb's Bread ended up being a ska, Christian rock kind of band. You know, ska music, you know, usually could correlate with the dirty looking white hippies, but like that reggae kind of style. They ended up having that music, but it was mostly a Christian-based kind of music thing. But then when the, the radio guy made this whole thing, found, tracked down these guys, they eventually got them back together. They found the musician to, well, back then when they were lamb's bread, it was just the two brothers. Then fast forward, when the guy found the group, went digging for them. Then they went on a search to find somebody to play the guitar to fill for their deceased brother. Their deceased, they, they found a guy who played just like their deceased brother. They literally felt like that their brother was living through this guy, like that much that they put him on the band. They then released this album, the original cuts, the original tracks, because somebody, I think, gave them the music back. And they released this album sometime, I think, in 2012, maybe 2011. They got a documentary out that came out in 2012. It's called A Band Called Death. It made friends of mine cry how crazy this story is. I couldn't do the story justice now because I need y'all to watch this movie because if you love music just as much as we all do, especially if you love black music just as much as we all do, even if you're not a rock kind of guy. And at the time when I discovered him, I was heavy deep into digging into punk and just punk across the world. Like I, I actually went to Chicago to play a football game. The bar that they hosted our like pre-party and post-party in was this bar called Mothers. Mothers was a historic punk rock bar in Chicago. So I just went on a whole, I was, you know, I went down a rabbit hole of punk stuff. I discovered these guys instantly fell in love with their music. I implore everybody to go check this shit out. It's worth it. It's worth the listen. It's a quick listen. The movie, outstanding. If you cry, come back and tell me that you did. You know, be a man, do it with your chest, all that. But it's an outstanding, outstanding movie. Even if you got to pay for the movie to watch it, pay for it. It's worth the two or three dollars that it is on Apple, Apple Music and all that stuff. Band Called Death is who I wanted to honor tonight about black mu black musicians in the world of rock particularly punk rock, necessary to understand. And remember, these brothers should be credited for starting punk rock music. And that's that. This has been a great episode of The Starting Five. Before we give the final shout outs, I got to give big ups to my friend Cordelia. Her and her sisters put together as we're talking about get together and get your community together jp if you want to wake up to see this you're going right. To i'm right here i'm i'm very much awake i'm just laying back drooling and shit <laughs> please everybody check out blackkeystone.com that's blk keystone 
com. Her is mainly her sister's idea. I'll go to the about page, but it was mainly her sister's idea. They created this website with the desire to get more people of Staten Island in touch with black owned businesses on Staten Island. Everybody knows that there's like a select few things here and there, but there were a lot more than just the few that they let us know that, that are like the easy prominent stuff to know out here on Staten Island. <clears throat> so with their website, what they did was they went and built a collection of businesses and it's going to be an ever loving director. I mean, ever growing directory from arts to automotive to bath and body design to beauty and grooming to catering, to childcare consultants, convenience stores, dental, education, electronics, entertainment. They got a little bit of everything, fashion, finances, funeral services, because we die, <laughs> health and wellness, home improvement, legal, nonprofit organizations, even I care podcast. You see it right there. We're up there. The starting five had to show that off real quick. Everything, photo, photography, restaurants, you name it. They're trying to get it in there. Salute to these women, three sisters. One of them's a friend of mine, great, really good friend of mine. Please go support that website, blackkeystone.com. Check it out. So when you're on Staten Island, you just want to support Buy Black, do that. There's your resource tool for that. So with that being said, Jamal, first time guest, you get the first final shout outs. My bad. I missed that part. I said it's going to say you're the first time guest. Final oh. shout outs on you. No, shout out to everybody in starting five in the group. Shout out to everybody around the world out there riding for us right now. Um, the whole world's coming out. And I uh, just want to shout out everybody that's listening tonight. And shout out everyone that's on the podcast tonight. Thank y'all for having me. No problem, man. As, as always, because Sammy's up next, they're near a member of this show. But anytime you come on, you're welcome anytime and every time to be a part of this show. Appreciate it. Sammy? All right. Um, shout out to you guys for having me on tonight. Um, shout out to the protesters that are on the front lines, um, protesting police brutality and racial injustice, not just in this country, but in the world. And also, this is more of a statement. Please arrest the um, police officers who murdered Breonna Taylor. Um, this happened 96 days ago. It's downright pitiful that no action has been taken towards her murderers. And that is something that I will say every single day until something is done. So arrest Brianna Taylor's murderers. They know who they are. They know where they live. They know what they do. Arrest them. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. First lady. Um, shout out to True Radio Network, shout out to Starting Five, the, the group, the live, everything. Um, 
shout out to once again the protesters um and see i'm copying sammy now but um beware there's there's i think five five incidences of strange fruit um it's not a coincidence so be very careful out there jp wake up oh, man First, first off, I'm going to piggyback on what Sammy said real quick about Breonna Taylor. How in the hell are you going to make a law that you're going to pass a law talking about the no-knock search warrant is not going to be anymore, yet still you don't have these, these disgusting individuals who killed her in jail. That makes no damn sense at all. Se um, second of all, shout-outs to Brother Jamal, good brother right there. Um, shout-outs to you, Katara, Dan, TJ. Bama Sammy, shout outs to you as well. And also shout outs to the protesters as well who, who are um, who are protesting. And also I want to give a special shout out to something that I want people to look out to, to look at. Young man named Elijah McLean, um, Colorado, Aura, Colorado, Elijah McLean. It was one of the most disgusting incidents I ever saw in my life. What happened to this young man who was murdered by the police out there in August of two, 2019. It, 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 it shook me up so bad to my core that I could not sleep on Monday night after watching this. But I want everybody out there, Google Elijah McClain and that man and his family need justice. And those police officers who shot, who actually didn't shoot him, but choked him to death and killed him, they should be in jail. They should, even the EMTs, who were there on the scene should be in jail too. I'm not gonna give too much away. They hit this man with a horse tranquilizer. That's what they did to him. They murdered this man who was a kind, gentle soul. And it, it just ripped me to the core. It really did. But he needs, him and his family need justice. And also, shouts to the protesters. Keep on doing what you're doing. And Katara, I agree with you on my last part, right? Point right here. Strange fruit is happening. And we have to be aware, be focused, and be aware of our surroundings of what's going on. These people aren't playing. TJ? Well, uh, just going to piggyback off of what everybody else said. You know, shout out to you. Shout out to Jamal. Nice meeting you, brother. Too, Sammy, bro. as always, uh, another great show by the, the group. Way to hold me down. I was having technical difficulties. Um, and like everybody else is saying, just, you know, make sure you look over your shoulder, watch your back, and keep your eyes, you know, your head on a swivel. It's not that we don't do it already. We've been doing it for a long time. But um, people are getting shit, getting crazy out there. And, uh, you know, we got to we gotta protect ourselves and any, by all, by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. And with that being said, you know, I I really can't say much more than what everybody said tonight, other than making sure once again, the big to just big up to all y'all listening, big up to everybody who chimed in tonight. Nikki Jeffrey, Boogie, uh, shout outs to Hollis who came through late, uh, Lisi, Jessica Ford, uh, Ed Molina came through. Um, Nakia came through once again. Um, I mean, I'm scrolling through the names. So many people came through tonight, man. 
Thank you, thank you again. Please, please love and share this post. Love and share the podcast. When uh, Once the video is done, you can share it away. You can share it while we're closing out. Make sure you share the podcast once I upload it, once we're done. Get it out to the world, get it out to everybody. These are the discussions. When people talk about, yo, we need to talk about things, we need to have these discussions, you know, we could talk it all blue in the face sometimes, but if you ever want to have that discussion, this is the home for it. We have these discussions all the time. Five years at this, JP, with the starting five, we've been had these discussions. We never could, we'll never stop having these discussions because it's nope. absolutely important. It's necessary. It's completely necessary. But it's also necessary too, once again, if y'all love us, come support the website, the start5podcast.com. You can click this to get to our merch link. And again, copy your COVID mask, rep the brand, phone cases if you are green, and you like to save the planet, you got the reusable bottle, t-shirts, tank tops. We got it for you. Stock up for the winter with the hoodies. I had mine on. I had mine on tonight while I was, you know, doing my nightly cigar smoke. You see, I got the hoodie right here. Wearing the t-shirt right here. Got a self-brand. I need the rest of my uh, teammates to jump on board. Hint, hint. But please come through. <laughs> Please come through and support the brand. No doubt. Star5podcast.com. Everything is pretty affordable. I think the most expensive thing on there is the hoodie, which is around $40 to $42, depending on your size. If you're a fat boy like me and Sammy, it might, I think it costs $44. Don't be ashamed of that. Big black eyed peed head ass mother. Don't be ashamed of it. It's hot over here. I lost a couple ounces doing the show, man. <laughs> but anyway, with that being said, I'm glad we was able to end the show off with a laugh. For everybody on the show, it's your boy, the man. So peace. And we peace. Out.